Welcome to the Stefan Levera podcast, a show about Bitcoin and Austrian economics. Today, for episode 166, my guest is CEO of HODL HODL, Max Caden. This podcast is brought to you by Kraken, one of the world's leading Bitcoin exchange platforms, offering high trading volume and low fees with no minimum or hidden fees. Kraken have 24-7 support and the sign-up process is really quick. They're consistently rated the best from a security standpoint. They've got Kraken Security Labs with a lot of really interesting blog posts there. And they are also rated the best from a user standpoint. Kraken also offer Kraken Pro mobile app, delivering all the security and features you love about the Kraken Exchange in a beautiful mobile-first design. Don't forget, there's also a Kraken Futures app, which you can find in the Google Play Store or Apple App Store. Kraken also offer margin trading up to five times and futures up to 50 times leverage for those outside the US. Sign up at kraken.com. This episode also presented to you by Unchained Capital, Bitcoin financial services company. Are you looking to improve your security with multisig and you're struggling to do it on your own? Well, Unchained Capital have two of three multi-signature vaults. So these are really easy to use. You can use Ledger and Trezor. You can secure your Bitcoin for the long term. And then friends don't let friends sell Bitcoin. So you can use Unchained's collateralized loans, putting up Bitcoin to get USD. All Bitcoin is stored on-chain in dedicated multisig addresses. Unchained also offer a lot of excellent content on their website. They've got some really cool posts. I liked Phil Geiger's post about 21 million is not negotiable. I think you will enjoy partnering with Unchained Capital for your Bitcoin financial services. Go and learn more at unchained-capital.com. Check out Swan Bitcoin, the place to auto stack Bitcoins if you're in the US without manual processing. Look up Swan Bitcoin at swanbitcoin.com. You can link any major US bank account via ACH and auto buy it weekly or monthly. It's delivered to your wallet or stored with a licensed and regulated custodian. The focus is on education and advocacy. Swan Bitcoin offer the cheapest possible rates in terms of dollar cost averaging. And I recently did an episode with Corey Clipston, the CEO, so you can go back and check that one out as well. So there is givebitcoin.io for your Bitcoin gifting and go to swanbitcoin.com for your automated Bitcoin stacking. So I like that HODL HODL are building on the no KYC Bitcoin economy aspect and they've got some updates to share around the user experience and also the new local trader feature in Blue Wallet which I think is a pretty cool idea of connecting up smartphone wallets with HODL HODL's liquidity and we also talk a little bit about Baltic Honey Badger 2020 and what what that's looking like so far. Here's the interview. Max, welcome back to the show. Uh, Hey Stefan, thank you for having me again. I'm really pleased. I really like your show, so I'm happy to be here. I like uh, what you guys are doing at Hoddle Hoddle, and I know you've got some great updates to share with everyone. But first, give us an update from you and the team. How is everyone going under this whole corona house arrest lockdown thing? Yeah, like uh, nothing changed much for Hoddle Hoddle team because we've been uh, remote since, since, since day one. So basically, we've been working remotely. Uh, since the beginning so uh, for us it's just a regular work week or just regular another week because we are working also during the week weekends so yeah it's all good for us um, not so good for some of our partners but um, yeah hopefully this uh, corona stuff will be over soon and we will be back to track everyone will be back to track but yeah, as for the whole team, everything is good. We're working, nothing changed. Cool. And most of the guys are in Latvia, right? Uh, no, actually, we're pretty distributed uh, globally. So, like, basically, I think from North America, starting from North America, ending with Asia. So we have a pretty diverse and 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 pretty distributed team of people. So uh, there's like. A lot of different countries, and actually, uh, uh, there's not so many people in Latvia, to be honest. There, there's more people in other countries. Cool. Well, uh, look, I, I know there were some updates that you and the team shared last year back at Baltic Honey Badger 2019, and uh, some of those involved things like user experience update on the platform, open sourcing efforts. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about what you're doing there? 
Yeah, so uh, we've announced during the Honey Badger that we're going to improve user experience significantly and we started uh, this by redesigning completely photo photo. We already released first part of redesign um, or a new version of Hodl Hodl in February. Uh, it was a pretty like pretty nice. Was a small success because we received a, a lot of positive feedback on that. And uh, we also, um, as as you know, but most probably we will talk about this later. We also uh, released our API, and that allowed us to integrate with Blue Wallet, which basically gave us opportunity to present Hodl Hodl. Um, trading functionality in a mobile phone. So basically now you can use HODL HODL uh, through mobile wallet, which is a blue wallet. And uh, another thing we've announced that we're going to be an open source. We're going to open source HODL HODL. It's, uh, currently it's now in development, so we're, we're working on that as well. Um, we, we did change some priorities, so most probably the open source stuff coming in the end of 2020, but we already released some of the parts of HODL HODL uh, publicly. You can go on hodlhodl.com um, and check uh, the open source section. It's called open source, basically, so you can click on that and check it out, which parts of HODL HODL are already open source. And the third thing was... Um, uh, standalone escrow platform. Uh, we decided that we should um, we should create a standalone platform for our tech that we use in Hodl Hodl and in other uh, our projects, which is basically uh, Bitcoin-based escrow solutions. Uh, they will be a bit bit different from these that we use uh, in Holo Hodl and in our prediction markets. They will be way more flexible, uh, easier to integrate, easier to use. So hopefully we will bring some new people in, in into Bitcoin economy and hopefully regular businesses will be able to use Bitcoin-based escrow solutions from, I think from the middle of summer, most probably. The, 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 the expectations that we most probably release this platform by the middle of summer. Great. And let's talk a little bit about the experience with Hoddle Hoddle. So I think most of my listeners uh, know the platform, but uh, just uh, for those who are not familiar or if you, you weren't following uh, Baltic Honey Badger, the conference, uh, the, the platform on the website basically is using multi-signature escrow and you can basically buy and sell Bitcoin in a non-custodial way. So that's a really cool feature of the platform. And I think I've noticed as well, just having a look on the website recently, it does look a little bit cleaner and easier as well because it's one of those things where, let's say you were new to Bitcoin, it might be a bit, it might've been a bit more difficult for you to understand, oh, okay, so I sign up on this website and then, okay, how does it work? Like I have to actually deposit some Bitcoin into this deposit address, but it's actually a multi-sig address and then so on and so forth. Um, and so the, the, the platform can sort of help walk you through that. So talk us through a little bit of what the platform shows the user when they want to buy Bitcoin without using KYC, if they're doing this on hodlhodl.com. So basically, um, if you want to buy, you just go to Hodl, Hodl. Uh, You, If you're new to that, you can click sign up. It will take you basically less than one minute to sign up and you're good to go. Like you, you're free to trade because again, as you mentioned, we don't require any verification in KYC. Uh, so basically what you need is only a valid email and a password. Um, you, then you click buy Bitcoin and you choose um, the country where you want to buy Bitcoin or the payment method that you're willing to use. Some payment methods are tied to countries and, and, and that's it. And then you click, um, they will like the website will show you uh, offers that are available at the moment. And uh, basically, you click on the offer, create a contract, and you're good to go. The contract is happening like in very easy way. So you have a buyer, you have a seller, and um, 
the seller deposits uh, bitcoins in uh, an escrow, multi-sig escrow, which is a like, multi-sig address with three keys. One key goes to the buyer, one key goes to the seller, and one key goes to Holofoto. So if everything goes well, then we inform the buyer that uh, bitcoins are in escrow. Uh, buyer sends fiat um, in any way that they uh, agreed upon with, with the seller, like for example, doing the banking transfer. Uh, when the seller receives the fiat, he releases the bitcoins directly in the wallet of, of a buyer. So uh, we don't have any hot wallets. You don't deposit any Bitcoin with HODLHODL. Uh, basically, you trade from your wallet to your wallet. So the only middle thing is between the, the buyers and sellers' wallets are escrow, uh, which is also not owned by HODLHODL. We only have one key. And even with that one key, we can do uh, basically anything. We can transfer these coins to any location that we want because uh, the escrow solution works uh, in that way that you need at least two keys in order to move coins from the escrow. So that's how it works. I know that it, it doesn't sound so easy. Uh, I do understand that. Um, but uh, like peer-to-peer -peer markets and non-custodial peer-to-peer markets are actually a bit more harder to grasp. Uh, but we are trying to make the solution as easy as it possible. So like already now, when you go on HODLHODL, you won't see any difference between buying and selling like Bitcoins on HODLHODL or, for example, local Bitcoins, which is a custodial peer-to-peer -peer solution. So that's our one of the one of the goals of HODLHODL to make non-custodial trading as easy as it can be. From the user perspective, they would look at the different offers and there would be a range of different offers, right? Because there's a bunch of different traders on there and they would, some of them would be in person. Some of those might be, you know, Revolut. Some of them might yeah. be PayPal. And, you know, I've seen even some people on there using things like uh, here in Australia, we have uh, cardless cash. And so yeah. basically yeah. that person is offering for so in this case the person who is buying would basically give them like a like an atm code that that seller would go and use to actually take the cash out and then release the bitcoins to yeah. the individual who's buying there's some difference there yeah there's different payment methods again as i mentioned some regions like uh they prefer uh, bank transfers some region prefer payments, uh, different types of payment uh, systems like Revolut, as you mentioned, or transfer, transfer-wise. And there are like cash by mail, uh, cardless cash, some, something like that. Um, your coins are, are protected, Bitcoins are protected by the escrow solution, so we won't release them uh, before, like if you're a seller, we won't release them if you didn't uh, receive the fiat. And if you're a buyer and you did make a did make a payment, then we won't release it back to, uh, to to the seller. So there's like game theory in 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 our escrow because you need a consensus to release coins. So if one party disagree, then uh, we start dispute and we start uh, analyzing what's the what's the problem there. Also, one interesting thing, and not many people know that. Uh, even if you go on HODLHODL and you don't see an offer that suits you, like for example, you don't see uh, a price that you like, or you don't see a payment method that you like, or there's no your location, you can, for free, you can create an offer. It's also very simple, and we're going to present a new way of creating offer, like in April, I think, which will be pretty simple. So it's free to create your own offer and publish it and wait for a counterparty to accept that. So not many people know that, but it's actually pretty, pretty free, obvious for us, but not obvious for people. But we are also working on that, that we will, we want to um, uh, stimulate people to create their own offers. Because yeah, like yeah. there's no, on Hodo Hodo, there's no difference between how much you pay, how much commission you will pay from the trade. 
if you created uh, uh, an offer or if you just take an offer. There's no difference. The, the commission split at 50-50 between market makers and market takers. So like, create your own offer if you don't find one. And also something that new users might not know is that the way you set it up is when you're setting up for that trade, there's a little uh, receive address box. So the idea yeah. is you would use your wallet and generate a receive address and then put that receive address into the hodl hodl form. Yeah. So that way when you complete the trade, that's, you know, the Bitcoins will come to you in that address. Yeah, directly, directly in your address, in your wallet. So again, we, we don't hold any funds. And um, if you're a seller, you are sending directly from your wallet to the multisig address. And if you're a buyer, you will receive, uh, from when the trade complete, you will receive coins directly in your wallet that you control uh, and you have keys to that. So there's no counterparty risk in that case or no third party risk in that case. And actually, we we uh, we will talk about it later. But uh, we're about to introduce an extremely secure way of acquiring bitcoins on Hodl Hodl with the help of Blue Wallet. For sure, yeah, we'll get into that. One other topic I wanted to just touch on is around the price range. So the user is presented with a range of different prices, right? And they might they might be familiar with like the traditional uh, custodial kind of big centralized exchange. Uh, so they yeah. might not be used to this idea, uh, but basically there there will be different offers, and typically they'll be pre- priced at a certain premium or uh, or a, a discount to the actual exchange price. So it might be whatever Bitfinex plus three percent or whatever. Um, so if you could just explain a little bit around that price range and what what some of the ranges are that you see. Yeah, of course. Uh, now. To be honest, like uh, I'm, I'm analyzing the, and, and I'm trying to, to, to research, to do my research on peer-to-peer markets. And actually, Hodl Hodl is one of the few peer-to-peer exchanges uh, or trading platforms, as we say, that uh, you can pretty often you can get coins by the spot price. So basically, there will be no difference between the price on Bitfinex or Bitstamp or Kraken and the price on Hodl Hodl. Um, so, because some people just don't want to go through the KYC ML and they're happy to sell their coins by the spot price. But usually the price range is uh, uh, like, I think in, in, in limits of uh, three to 5%. So why, why is this so? Because um, uh, you don't go through the com- complicated verification process. And uh, peer-to-peer traders, they, they, they think that trading on peer-to-peer markets is a bit more riskier. So basically you are paying for, it's, it's, uh, the price is uh, risk adjusted to be, to be say like that. So uh, it's basically a price for risk or for not going through KYC ML. But you also need to understand that we don't put these prices by themselves. Uh, Hodl Hodl is purely market-driven platform. So if the market decides that they're going to sell today uh, by the spot price, they will put the spot price. If they will decide where you need to pay extra 3% premium uh, above the spot price, you will do that. So it's like some people tend to just sell coins and they're happy to sell it by the spot price. Some people... Uh, making the business out of that, they're just buying cheap coins on centralized exchanges and then they're selling them at the premium on Hodl Hodl or any other peer-to-peer platform that exists there. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, that's an interesting point. And it's also worthwhile pointing out that, look, every person has to assess their own risk and what they're looking at. But let's just put it this way. The value of getting non-KYC coins to the user might actually end up being a lot more than just paying three to five percent premium. It might actually be worth a lot more to them. So that's something worthwhile pointing out as well. That if you think through the long term implications of holding Bitcoin, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't insist on that. But uh, you have a point there because, like, uh, yeah, KYC still is uh, well. It's a bit tricky question, and, and again. 
as I mentioned, HODL HODL is purely market-driven trading platform. We have some buyers and sellers that require KYC, and they do it that by themselves. But the majority of our traders don't require KYC, and they, they're happy uh, being anonymous. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that is a fair point, point as well. There are some who require KYC. I suppose even in those cases, um, that's a little different um, to... Uh, the sort of KYC regime, depending on where you go, right? If you're at a big exchange versus uh, uh, like an individual trader who's on one of these platforms. Um, but uh, yeah. I'm also interested to change and now talk a little bit more about local trader. So as you mentioned, uh, Blue Wallet, uh, one, of, one of the, they're like a well-known Bitcoin wallet for smartphone. And they've got this hookup with AP, through an API into HODL HODL. Can you tell us a little bit about how local trader came about? Yeah, so um, we've been like, since, again, since the day one, we've been thinking that uh, obviously you need to have a mobile application for your project or for your trading platform, because like everyone is using mobile phones these days and it's so convenient. You can trade on the go, you can be updated on the go. You don't need to, to log in your computer. You're not attached to any place. You can do whatever you want. But uh, as a non-custodial platform, we understood that uh, as long as you don't deposit any coins with us, it's uh, pretty obvious that there's no reason for us to create a standalone mobile app because like, uh, you won't be able to trade uh, effectively and you won't be able to trade um, like in a convenient way with that kind of app uh, because we either need to develop our own mobile wallet and then say, okay, guys, you deposit in our mobile wallet and then trade from our mobile wallet uh, using our mobile application. Or we can just uh, go and build an API and become a liquidity providers and partners for many other types of wallets. Like we're now in talks with different mobile wallets hardware wallets, desktop wallets, they all want to have a feature that they people, their customers trading from their interface, not logging in into HODL, HODL, uh, just like, you know, you open your wallet and you're free to go and trade non-KYC, non-custodial way, easy, secure, and, 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 and um, pretty anonymous. So we came up with this idea that we need to release an API, not only, of course, for mobile wallet integration, but mostly because of that. And we, in January, we released an API. Uh, we actually meet each other with the Blue Wallet team uh, last October in Berlin during the Lightning Conference because mobile, uh, because Blue Wallet is famous for also Lightning. Uh, being a lightning-enabled uh, wallet, and we had also uh, some experience with lightning. Hodl Hodl actually was one of the few exchanges that actually allowed you to trade through through lightning channels. And uh, uh, so we met each other with the Blue Wallet team last October. Uh, we discussed some things, and we decided, well, we should. We should build API and they should integrate our solution in their wallet and it will be win-win. So we started working and we just like two weeks ago, I think we released the alpha version of um, a project called Local Trader, which is basically an opportunity to trade through Blue Wallet using HODL HODL liquidity. And at the moment, it's uh, pretty like uh, like limited functionality. You can only log in and check out the, the offers that are available on Hodl Hodl. But uh, I think in two three weeks from now, you will be able already to trade through Blue Blue Wallet. So yeah, we came up with a, this idea that we should um, you know merge non custodial wallet with non custodial trading platform. And it should be funny and interesting and, and, and pretty uh, solid user experience. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're hoping it might look like then um, for the user that 
like would would this only be for in person cash trades or would it actually be they they could still just do like a, a standard bank transfer but they've just seen the hodl yeah. offer inside blue wallet do you know what i mean yes yeah, so so in the end uh, you will go to you will unlock your blue wallet with the local trader or what it built in it uh you can like well, obviously, you're downloading Bitcoin wallet because you have some Bitcoins or you want to purchase some Bitcoins. So, and then you will be able to sign up or log in if you have an existing account, Holo Holo, through Blue Wallet. And uh, you won't, there's, there will be no reason for you to go on Holo Holo. So, basically, you, you can trade on the go through Blue Wallet uh, interface. You will be able to publish offers on Holo Holo through Blue Wallet. You will be able to buy Bitcoins through Blue Wallet. So uh, Blue Wallet will become not only a wallet, but also, a, I don't know, trading device, like peer-to-peer trading device and peer-to-peer trading app as well. So um, like uh, we, we want to have, uh, for people to have a proper, easy experience with trading coins and still having them uh, in, in your own wallet. So you will be able to send directly from Blue Wallet uh, if you want to sell to Hodl Hodl escrow. And if you want to buy the, these coins that you will buy through Blue Wallet, uh, most probably will go to Blue Wallet address in your wallet that, that is basically owned by you. So yeah, we want to do this. And uh, there's one interesting trick which I wanted to tell you specifically, I prepared this for your podcast. Um, like, uh, awesome. Yeah, we want to have, a, we, we, we've been thinking how to connect all this trading experience with cold storages, like hardware wallets. And um, we've been speaking with the Blue Wallet team and they recently integrated with Cold Card. As you know, the cold card is one of the top safest and securest solution to store your Bitcoins because it's uh, basically hardware wallet. And um, so they recently, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they introduced the integration with uh, Blue Wallet can be integrated with cold card wallet and uh, Blue Wallet can became watch only wallet, which means that you can synchronize your cold card with blue wallet you can uh, send addresses like for example uh stefan you you want to send me uh some coins i can generate the address on the blue wallet i can send you uh this address uh on telegram or whatsapp or whatever you will send this uh you will send some coins to this address and i will receive them directly to cold card so they, uh, they will not be stored on my blue wallet. They will be stored on my cold card. And in that case, like uh, blue wallet became watch only wallet. So <laughs> what we came up with idea, now you will be able to buy coins on HODL HODL through blue wallet, blue wallet, and they will go directly to your cold card, which means um, it like, there's no, like, it's, it's a perfect solution because you can trade on the go using Blue Wallet and you won't be, and there's no need to compromise your security because if you want to store your coins in a cold storage, feel free to connect your cold card and buy Bitcoins on HODL HODL to Blue Wallet directly to your cold card. Yeah, that's very powerful because a user might want to buy a decent amount of coins that they're not yeah. necessarily comfortable to walk around with on the street. And let's say they wanted to buy a couple thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin yeah. and they didn't want to walk around on the streets with that yeah. much, then this is actually a good, uh, I can think of that would be a good example there because if they've set up their cold card, then they can receive it directly there. Yeah, so in that case, HodlHodl becomes liquidity provider Blue Wallet becomes a trading engine or a trading platform, and Cold Card, Cold Card obviously becomes your cold storage. So you go to Blue Wallet, you buy some coins, and these coins go directly to your Cold Card, and you're happy, and you're safe and secure, and everyone's everyone is happy, everything is good. You're cold. You're you're 
coins are in cold storage. So yeah, the, the, the idea is like that, and I think it should be very interesting for people to use that type of thing. So I know that Blue Wallet team are uh, releasing, they already actually released this integration with Cold Card. They're going to update and make it way more easier to people uh, to, to connect their Blue Wallets with, uh, with uh, Cold Cards. And like in two, three weeks from now, um, you will be able, yeah, to buy um, coins on Hodohodo and deposit them directly in your cold storage. Yeah, that's very exciting. Uh, and unfortunately for the US listeners, though, they're uh, they're not uh, able to access Hoddle Hoddle. But yeah. I think that's basically yeah. everyone else, everyone else in the world can. Uh, oh, I think it's pretty much every other country, right? Yeah, it's pretty much every other country. And as for US uh, customers, we have a pretty solid support from. US-based people, and they've been constantly asking when Puddle Puddle is going to be allowed for US uh, customers. Trust me, we're working on that, and hopefully we will be able to to provide some interesting solutions also for US-based uh, customers and for US Bitcoiners in, during the 2020. So hopefully we will be able to be back in, in, in US. We're, we're working on that, guys. Awesome. And uh, just for any listeners who are concerned about scammers and, you know, if something goes wrong during the process, because they've, you know, obviously there are stories of this, you know, sometimes cash deals and so on, or these platforms can have that. So can you um, help outline what happens if somebody is trying to scam you and then how the system works to protect you? uh I will start with uh, some preventive measures. Like, first of all, uh, you need to understand the potential threats of any payment method that you use. So if you want to do a cash trade, like person in person, you need to understand the risks. Um, or if you want to do, like, for example, PayPal is, is pretty often used by the scammers because they're, they're it's easy to, to get a... Um, to, to get money back if you made a payment. So you need to understand the implications of each and the risk of each payment method. We have, by the way, a pretty interesting explanation about risk types of, of, of payment platforms. So that's the first thing. Another thing, um, we have limits on the first trades. So you won't be able to acquire more than you allowed. Um, or uh, your counterparty won't be able to trade more than they're allowed. So they need to have a proper reputation. And that's that's the third point. Always check out the rating and reputation of your counterparty. It's way more secure sometimes to pay a bit more and to have a, like not, uh, not that good price of, of coins but to do it with a proper and experienced trader rather than accept an offer from a guy who is new to the platform and who, uh, who is like offering you Bitcoins with discount. Most probably that guy uh, will be either crazy or, or uh, potentially a scammer. So you need to, we have a pretty solid system of rating and reputation and feedback on Hodo Hodo. So when you choose an offer, which, which, which offer, uh, to accept, I would suggest you look for the offers with uh, from the traders that, that have a proper experience, at least for your first trade or first few trades. Like pay a bit more, but be be more secure in that case. Now uh, for uh, for scamming issues, we have a pretty strong dispute system that allows us actually to resolve disputes. So. In case you are, for example, you are a buyer, and in case uh, you you are paying for Bitcoin, so first of all, you need to always remember that you shouldn't make a payment before coins are, are deposited in escrow. And we warn about that during the trading process. We we always uh, we have this big red banner uh, on the contract page which says, "Do not send the money." before we don't tell you that it's okay to send money. So don't be in a rush, you know. Um, so first of all, always wait for a needed amount of confirmations for your trade. 
So if you if you see that the, the contract is in progress and we informed you that all good, you can do the payment, only then you do the payment. And in this case, if you made a payment and everything good, but the seller refuses to release coins, you can always start a dispute. You can always provide a proof that you made a payment. And if the proof will be solid, and if the seller is actually a scammer, we will help you to release coins in your favor. Now, if you're a seller and you didn't receive the payment, same way, you need to like, there will be dispute, uh, we have a system of dispute resolution. We will request some proofs. Uh, if you're able to present these proofs and if everything is fine, you will release points back to your reward. So we have a pretty interesting and, and pretty safe system to resolve these disputes. So there's still a possibility of being scammed, but uh, like to be honest, the percent of disputes on Holo Holo is like uh, 0.0000.1% because people are, they do understand that it's a trust-based system and they do understand that it's a secure escrow system and there's not so much space to, to, to create a proper scanning techniques on HODL-HODL. Yeah, I think it's just uh, useful to clarify what the process is, what it looks like and so on. Uh, as that is obviously, this is a, a space rife with scams, so people have to be always be wary. Uh, but uh, yeah, you've got a few things there, like the reputation yeah, well, system and, and the dispute system and so on. Yeah, of course, it's a, it's a trade-off, you know. Any peer-to-peer markets, it's, it's always a trade-off because you trade with the peer, you don't need to pass the verification. Uh, it's way more secure to trade through non-custodial solutions, but again, there's a risk of, of that uh, your counterparty is somehow... Uh, I don't know, a person who's willing to scan you, something like that. But like we've been in business for two years now and um, we've developed a pretty solid system of preventing these scams. And also just so listeners are aware, the fee per trade, as in the fee to HODL HODL is uh, 0.6%. I think that's the max fee. I think you can get lower if, if yeah, there's certain referral lower. links and so on. Yeah, with the, with the referral links, you will get lower 0.55. Uh, the fee is actually divided in two parts. So your fee in particular will be half of, of this uh, total fee. So if you are speaking about 0.6, then you will pay only 0.3. So your fee is basically zero point three percent for for each trade. Oh, that's I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's also another very that no, no, makes no, it no. quite attractive. It's, it's, then it's not like each party paying zero point six percent. It's like this. This is a total fee which is divided between two parties. Like one party is paying zero point three, and another party paying zero point three. It's, it's actually pretty funny, but it's close to centralized market, uh, like centralized exchange, like. I know that on the Kraken you pay 0.25%. Uh, so it's it's almost the same price you can obtain uh, coins on HODL, HODL as uh, you can obtain HODLs, uh, coins on, on, on Kraken. So basically the fee is almost the same. So what about the escrow platform? Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, yeah, first of all, what is it? Yeah, so... Um, we use, uh, we've developed this non-custodial um, escrow system that we, we've been using for more than two years in HODL HODL. And we also, like last year, we released the prediction markets with a bit more complicated escrow, um, escrow solution. So we thought like, well, obviously we are not able to showcase to the world all use cases of uh, Bitcoin escrow. Uh, because there, there could be like potential. There could be like hundreds and thousands of different use cases how you can use a Bitcoin escrow tech. And uh, we came up with the idea that we want to become an infrastructural providers for that type of solutions. For example, um, one of my favorite examples is like uh, there, there are a lot of websites and platforms for freelancers. Like for example, I don't know. You, Stefan, uh, are in Australia, I'm in Latvia, uh, I want you to write an article for me, I don't know, or make a podcast, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know you, 
I don't trust you and you don't know me and you don't trust me. You seem to be legit for me and I seem to be legit for you. But, uh, you know, there's always a trick because I need to pay you somehow, but I also need to be sure that you won't uh, try to scam me and you will do your part of the job. And you need to be sure that I will pay you and I have funds to pay you. So in that case, Bitcoin escrow is pretty nice alternative because we can create a contract with all terms written in and uh, I can deposit the Bitcoins. You will see that these coins are deposited in an escrow. I have funds to cover your job and you will do the job. You will send me the result and I will release coins in your favor and we will do this uh, pretty easy with no middleman, with no banks involved, uh, with no high fees involved. Uh, and all that mumbo jumbo that is uh, usually involved with banking institutions and all that stuff. So, uh, uh, like freelance markets can use that. Uh, I don't know. You want to sell real estate to foreigner, and he's willing to pay you with Bitcoin, whatever. Use an escrow solution on Bitcoin. And we just we thought that there's like multiple different use cases that. In the world that exists, that people can use this uh, multi-signature escrow not only for trading bitcoins to fiat and vice versa, and we decided that we can take our experience, uh, develop more flexible, easier to integrate, and easier to use solution, and allow any platform in the world, any business in the world, to use that and to start accepting bitcoins. So that's that's the whole idea. Is there an arbitrator there or is some kind of moderator between them? Uh, yeah, of course. You can, uh, you can uh, with, our, with our solution, you will be able to create uh, an escrow services with uh, arbitrators or without. It's up to you to decide, of course. And uh, you can become an arbitrator. Like, example, if you're a platform that's selling real estate, uh, well, obviously, you will be you. You can become a dispute resolution entity, or uh, you can have a more flexible escrow solution. Like we will be able to, uh, we're developing the solution that will allow you to have, for example, five out of ten signatures. Like if it's more complicated process, then you will uh, the coins will be released. There will be ten keys distributed between ten different parties and. Uh, five keys out of the ten will be able to release this coin. So uh, you can uh, you can say like you can you can put any arbitrator that you want. Like in case of real estate, you can put a lawyer as an arbitrator. He will hold one key. Your platform will hold another, and buyer and seller will will hold uh, two two other keys. So um, like it will be pretty flexible, but it's up to each each business to decide who will be the arbitrator. We, want, we don't want to provide an arbitrator services because it's, it's, it's obviously not our uh, responsibility. We just want to write code and provide a proper infrastructure for, for Bitcoin as crop tech. That's cool. So people can even, I could imagine sometimes you see uh, on Bitcoin Twitter, you see people who want to make a bet and uh, they could even put up, uh, you know, uh, put up that into escrow and have a trusted, you know, community member or someone with a reputation at stake and they can be the arbitrator then, right? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, you can also put a bet on our prediction platform that's already there. But <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're about to redesign this as well. It will be way more simple to use it. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, yeah you can create bets if you want to. Like I don't know, maybe some some Roger Ver is betting against uh, Adam Beck, uh, which chain will survive? Which, which is basically obvious. Which chain will survive now? I think. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, and you are Stefan as an arbitrator for this. And uh, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can go to this smart, smart platform. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing will be that on this platform, you will be able to create a contrast that you like, but you will, will be also able to take uh, the, uh, this escrow tag that we're building through API that we're building for this platform. And you can put this escrow 
services in your website or in your business. So it's up to you to decide whether you want to use our platform or you want to just take the services and use them in your platform. So it's like, will be like very, very flexible, very easy to use and a cheap solution that we want to build. And in terms of the escrow platform, Maybe this is a silly question, but is the only asset that you can use that you can put up, is it only, is it Bitcoin or can people put up other things as well? Uh, we want to build it first for Bitcoin, uh, definitely uh, for Bitcoin at the moment. But we're also like two, two weeks ago, we, uh, Blockstream announced that we are now members of Liquid Federation. And we're also looking at uh, building the escrow, escrow tech for, for Liquid. Um, so we want to, honestly, we want to build tech only for Bitcoin and Bitcoin-based solutions like Liquid or Lightning or any other sidechain that, that will appear in the future. And we will, we will think that it's, it's, a good, it, it's a good solution and doesn't compromise the values of Bitcoin then why not? At the moment, we'll be only Bitcoin, but uh, we're already in talks with, uh, with, with Liquid guys that we will most probably build also escrow solution for Liquid Bitcoins as well. Yeah, I meant, uh, I didn't mean like other crypto things. I meant like even if uh, it was just no, no, no. other things, but yeah. Definitely not other crypto. We are like maximalist in that case, but uh, Scaling solutions like Lightning, uh, Liquid, why not? These are like proper solutions. We've been working with Lightning already. Uh, we're going to work, start working soon with Liquid. And uh, why not? They, this, these teams, these solutions, they don't compromise the values of Bitcoin. They actually helped uh, them become more and more strong and, and uh, we like these teams and of course we want to help to expand these solutions because these solutions expand Bitcoin as itself. So helps to, to create a mass adoption. So why not? But no, yeah, we, we don't, we don't develop smart contracts for Ethereum or, or some other of stuff course, of course. that is out there. <laughs> uh, so look, just in terms of your outlook uh, on the market in general, like, are you seeing like has Corona virus and so on, all these lockdowns and things, has that impacted your platform in terms of how many people are doing trades? I presume, you know, people can't do in-person cash trades, right? Yeah. But, uh, to be honest, in-person cash trades wasn't so popular in Hobo Hobo. Uh, actually the funny thing, when you've, uh, increased our volumes, uh, well, actually we are, we are growing, um, at the rate of 20, 30% per month. Uh, since the inception of Holo Holo. So each, each month we do 20% more trades, uh, both in trade amount and in volumes than the previous month. So we also onboarded a pretty solid amount of people already. It's more than 25,000 customers globally. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, like in March, we see that uh, amount of trades and amount of uh, of the volumes they actually increased uh, by 30-35%, which was a pretty solid increase uh, in general. So yeah, people started buying Bitcoin actually more and more since the, the money printing machine went brrrr. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think my outlook is that uh, I don't see that, bit, uh, honestly, I don't believe that, that we will see like Bitcoin price skyrocketing right away because you need to understand the implication of this crisis. It's, it's more physical rather than economical. Of course, we do understand the economical implications of itself, but if there wouldn't be Corona, then most probably we will go on and, um, now we see that uh, people are afraid and um, I don't think that in times when people are afraid about their health and families and uh, about their jobs and how they will survive in the future, whether they will have a water and food uh, like in a week time, 
I don't think they're thinking about, well, I need to put some money in Bitcoin or in gold. Most probably people are not thinking in that type of, uh, of priority. They, they are thinking about, I just need to have a money for food, uh, for, I don't know, for something that is essential for my living. So of course that they inflated now, uh, this, with this fiat printing, the economy, this will have a long-term implication. And I think in the long-term outlook for Bitcoin is, uh, become more bullish for me personally like i i become more bullish on bitcoin that in the long term we will see like a pretty solid price increase for bitcoin but i i i, I doubt that in upcoming two to three months we will see any big increases in prices because people are afraid you know yeah that makes a lot of sense to me it also is worth bearing in mind that this is about having a money that's permissionless and that there might be opportunities coming out of this as well, right? So yeah, obviously it's, it's a bad thing, all this stuff is going on, but maybe there'll be some more people who see a way to actually set up shop and start earning Bitcoin online and then those people yeah, yeah. will uh, need some fiat yeah. to live and then they'll go on your platform to sell some Bitcoin because they need to pay expenses or whatever. So I think yeah. there's this whole permissionless angle and permissionless... Yeah, but basically this whole permissionless angle that Bitcoin can continue building even in a down market. Yeah, it's it's pretty like uh, I it's pretty simple logic, you know. But each day we see that there's more and more people that are actually upset with the fiat money. They they there's more and more people that understand that there's no value in that, uh, and there's more and more people day by day that they they do understand the. Uh, the the value in Bitcoin. So definitely, we we will uh, we will see a long term bullish scenario for Bitcoin. But again, uh, I've been just like recently, like a week ago, I've been on one Russian speaking podcast, and they've been asking, "Well, we will see the do the moon in the upcoming months." And I'm telling you guys, no, 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 no. not now. Um, maybe in one year, maybe a bit more, but not now. It, it, it it's again, it's my perception. Uh, it's never a bad time to buy Bitcoin, <laughs> but you know, when it's, uh, when it, when you decide whether you will buy food or you will invest in Bitcoin, I think the answer is obvious, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know. <laughs> uh, with, uh, Baltic Honey Badger, I thought it might be good to just give the listeners an update there. Uh, Baltic Honey Badger 2020, obviously, it's kind of yeah. everything's sort of up in the air, right? Can you just yeah. give us uh, where, where, what's the latest on that? Where, so, well, we, we actually like already in January, we already contact first uh, batch of speakers. We, we already had a list and we already have the confirmations from them. And we wanted to, to launch the website in the beginning of March. But unfortunately, everything like happened with this Corona stuff. So um, I think we will we will still look at uh, the dynamics and what's happening around in April, and make some announcements in May. And that's that's uh, I think that's um, the the real situation out there because um, like in Latvia, uh, there's pretty. Well, pretty nice situation with Corona because we've reacted pretty fast. The country is not so populated. Uh, the country has actually been named an introvert nation of Europe because, like, as, as I mentioned to, I've been speaking with Giacomo recently, Giacomo Zucco, and uh, I've told him, well, Giacomo, we've been social distancing for all our life because <laughs> in Latvia, uh, there's not so many people, and they don't like to gather around. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not social so... distancing before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, true, true. It's 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 like one of the mentality issues in here. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, we we don't have uh, such a bad situation in here. Uh, like for example, today I just check it out the news. We only have two uh, people per 
last 24 hours tested positive on Corona. And, and uh, they've tested like more than thousand people for like in, in last 24 hours. So that the amount of people that get sick with Corona is actually decreasing. But uh, what we are afraid of that 99% of attendees for Baltic honey measure was uh, flying from abroad. Like most of them from Europe, but we also had a people from mm. US. We also had a lot of people from Australia, from Canada, from Latin America, Japan, whatever. All basically like all big countries were attending. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure whether uh, you will be able to fly out from your country or Latvia will be able to let you in from your country because. As I see this stuff developing, then maybe there will be uh, the, the the local lockdowns will be over. But I don't see that people will uh, that countries will start uh, like allowed to to pass the borders right away. Most probably there will be like local freedom. You are free to move inside the country, and uh, they they will start lifting the the travel bans step by step and I'm not sure it will be that fast so and also I am not sure that uh, airfare tickets will be cheap because I think that uh, for some time uh, airline ticket will become a luxury good definitely because you know there will be huge demand uh, right away yeah so the trend now is basically a lot of online events so we'll see we'll see, we'll see how things go I'm hopeful that uh, we can still meet up. Yeah, I, I, I honestly am not a fan of online stuff because, you know, you've been on Baltic Honey Beijing, you know the vibe, uh, you know the atmosphere there, uh, you know how people gather around, how funny it is, and you just, like, uh, I know there's been happening some virtual reality conferences recently, and that's a good idea, and I fully support that, but I don't see Baltic Honey Beijing happening online, honestly. It's like... Uh, we've actually one of the idea was is to create once per year offline gathering for the people that follow each other on Twitter and communicate with each other only through the Twitter. And <laughs> like now we're we're like moving back to online space. Um, I would rather skip one year and, and then create a massive event 2021 than uh, create something online. But who knows? Maybe in one month I will change my mind. Just turning more to just Bitcoin and Lightning, just technology more generally. Is there anything that you're looking forward to over the coming year, or are you just kind of more focused on just building the technology stack at Hodl Hodl? Uh, we're definitely going to. We have. Um, I didn't mention to you this, but a part of um, escrow platform, we also have one secret project that we that that we hope to release in June. Uh, I won't say what's the project, but um, hopefully this will be something big and something interesting uh, uh, and something unique as we see now. Uh, but what um, I'm pretty excited about Schnorr signatures, obviously, because this will affect our business as well. And uh, I honestly, we want to develop to develop more non-custodial escrow solution and we want more businesses to start accepting that and we want more people to use that and to understand the value proposition of uh, multi-signature technology because it's pretty simple it's it's been there like since the beginning it's pretty secure and like we need to develop this stuff to eliminate the risk of third party i think that's 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 the thing that I'm looking at. I'm also looking as at Lightning. And in particular, we want um, to see a non-custodial Lightning solutions. Uh, specifically because uh, we've removed Lightning from Hodl Hodl as part of our new redesigned pro process, but also because Lightning was, uh, and actually it is for a moment, custodial solution. So you need to hold your own. Uh, channel or node in order to accept and send. We 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 are trying to understand how we can build a non-custodial 
Lightning-based solution. So, and also I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward with working with Liquid. Um, Liquid is, by the way, non-custodial. And uh, yeah, hopefully we, we will see more and more people uh, use not only Bitcoin, but also Lightning and Liquid. So yeah, these are, these are my expectations. It's uh, mostly, you know, focused on what's going on with Bitcoin and Lightning. So, um, yeah, look, I guess we'll, we'll call that an episode then. Uh, Max, where can the listeners find you and find Hoddle Hoddle? Well, with Hoddle Hoddle, it's uh, pretty easy. HoddleHoddle.com. Uh, you can go there. And in Twitter, it's just Hoddle Hoddle. Uh, so these are, uh, I think, things that, that you, you, you can go and check it out. I'm, I'm actually on Twitter. It's Kadun M. Uh, my handle is Kadun M, and uh, that's basically it. These are mostly we, we spent like 95 percent of our time on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to learn about crypto, definitely go there, and definitely listen for Stefan Levier's podcast, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these these are the and, and, and Telegram. We also have a group in Telegram, which is also called so you can go to Telegram. You can ask the questions. We we are like we have an amazing support team. So they're working weekdays, weekends, twenty four seven during the night, day, whatever. So if you have any problems with with uh, grasping and understanding huddle huddle, we know that it's still a bit complicated for noobs and for for people that are not familiar with Bitcoin. But we're here to help. So Twitter, Telegram. And go check it out, holohol.com. Go check it out, Blue Wallet, Local Trader. Uh, you will be pretty surprised. I think in, in a few weeks from now, you will be pretty surprised how easy and how, how effectively and how good it is to trade peer-to-peer uh, and not to pass your verification data to any third party. So enjoy. Fantastic. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much, Stefan. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the interview. I was chatting with Max afterwards and we set up a ref code for you guys. So if you want to use the code LAVERA, when you sign up, you'll get a discount on your trading fees. So check that out. And show notes and transcript at stefanlavera.com slash 166. That's it from me and I'll see you in the Citadels. Mm-hmm.